0: All right, welcome to the Primetime Power Show. Listen, we are live right now, and what we're going to talk about is uh, prostate cancer and a lot of things to do with cancer. I got Oscar C. Robinson, Jr., his foundation, 18th District, Police District, local, 22 firefighters, and Philly ballers, and guess who else I got in the studio? I know y'all going to be shocked, but Richie Castron usually do interviews in studios. So I'm gonna just, I to out my man, Richie, here. He don't usually do no, no live interviews in studios. So it's an honor to have both these gentlemen here and and when I seen Richie when he was talking about uh, this fly, he said, "Quick, you'll be interested in this." I said, "What is it, Rich?" He said, he said "Listen, I want you to speak at this. if it's possible. I know you got a busy schedule." I said, "Let me see." That. I said, "Right then and there," I said, "Rich, I'm interested in it." And and, and what I'm talking about is this fly here talking about the balls. But I'm gonna go to Mr. Uh, Oscar Robinson Jr. right now. How did this get started? And then I'm gonna go right to Richie, we gonna talk about this. We talking old school here, let's Uh, talk.
1: Well, how I got started was I was diagnosed at the age of 46. I had a habit of going to the doctor i didn't really know my family history and then when the doctor ran tests and he checked my psa levels he knows it was a little high mm-hmm. and he looked at it and he waited like a couple of maybe a month mm-hmm. then i had to take the test again so then after that he did a biopsy and found out that uh, i have prostate cancer so he gave me different options and different treatment measures to the disease so Mm -hmm. I chose to uh, pick the uh, prostatectomy that's removing of the prostate okay so and what happens when you do that because the prostate is shaped like a walnut and Mm -hmm. with inside the prostates are cells right and what happens is once they become cancerous they'll keep moving on you and the younger you are the cancer feeds off of testosterone so it once it breaks through the capsule it starts feeding off testosterone so it starts moving quickly
0: through the body. Wow, okay, So, and you got a valid point there. Now you said start moving quickly through the body. Yes. Rich, have you got checked out for that?
2: No, I'm in the process of uh, getting checked out, but uh, let me start off by saying Think Prom Time Power Show mm. right now because I'm looking at this uh, connection where I'm at right now, and I just wanna say to everybody mm. out there from the, my voice to my feet to my voice, that this is a powerful show in our community mm. to give information, the valuable information to people in the community, and not just about prostate cancer. I mean, they touch and they tap on a whole lot of things, but I want to give Brother May and Brother Moore a shout-out because primetime show right now makes me feel like I'm the old Dr. <laughs> DJ, Dr. Perry Johnson on WDAS. Well, thank if anybody you that age bracket oh, can remember him. Right you yeah, yeah, I, I mean? He's to old so school. takes me back a little bit, you know what I mean? That's why he
1: has <laughs> the gray hair. Uh-huh. When, uh...
2: <laughs> Times was good but prostate cancer is something that affects African-American community where us as black men don't have the time and to take the time to get things checked out because we're too busy doing other things mm-hmm. you know it's a thing in the black community when we say doctor yes you know we a lot of people may think I'm gonna start talking about Dr. Julius Irvin or you know <laughs> me me Dr. Uh, Pinar or somebody like that when we say have you been to the doctor? The conversation gets very weak because of the simple fact is we don't get checked up. Right. We just don't go. We think that we cool. We think we okay because when we wake up in the morning, by His grace and His mercy, yeah. we, we we think everything is cool. You know, cancer is internal.
1: Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm.
2: It, we you know it's like the wind. Sometimes you can feel it, but you can't see it. Right. So you know we don't get checked out by doctors because when your old lady, your wife, your girlfriend, whoever it may be, say, hey, "Let's go to the doctor and get a mm-hmm. checkup." Baby, I got to go to work. I ain't got time for that. Right. I'm trying to make yeah. that money. Right. You know what I mean. And then when a bunch of black African men get together and we start talking, we hide things from each other mm-hmm. and from our friends. You know, when we hear the word cancer, automatic we we get we get paranoid. We get scared because we see what's happening. Our elders are dying slowly but surely of cancer, yeah. but so are the young, so are the in between ages. But we are afraid to go get checked out because they got this mad concept that the doctor's gonna go and go up your rectum the wrong way and he do this, and you know it. Yeah, and I understand it, brother, because it hurts when I fart too. But it, it's, it's it's we must get checked out right. because it is a growing thing in our culture, in the African American mm-hmm. culture, that prime. That cancer, that colon cancer is really, really affecting us as a group of generations. It spreads out all over the world. It's not a race thing. Right. But it is a strong thing in the African-American community. So we figured that we'd try to get out into the communities and try to give a message out there to try to see who we can get to get checked out. Because once we get up to an age of retirement, once mm-hmm. we get into the age, mm-hmm. we know we get ready to retire. I help take a change. The older we get, the more things start to pop up with us. I mean, arthritis is my cousin. You know, I got to wake up in the morning and I got to do some things. I can't jump up and move like I used to. So some, some of the things that I think I used to do is in the mind, but the body says no. So the body is a very important key to us that we don't get checked out enough in our communities. Right. Black men fear going to the doctor for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we need to go get checked out because when we don't, it happens at the last minute. It hits four stage, mm-hmm. stage four. I haven't seen a lot of brothers and leave here at the age of not even 55. Wow, yes.
1: plus so. we also uh, lost a uh, gentleman, he was at the age of 36 years old and uh, when he went to a urologist, he mm-hmm. was already in his fourth stage, and we lost him. Wow! And a lot of times we don't know our family history, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing. You, what happens when you go to the doctor? Doctor won't know what's your family history. And back in the day, uh, the families, if, if, if there was a sickness within side the family, it was, it was secret. Secret. Mm-hmm. And now that's you shouldn't do that because what's in the family? If it's sugar, if it's cancer, or if it's any high blood pressure, mm-hmm. cholesterol. You know, you need to know these things. So this way, the doctor has a guideline where he can say, okay, let me start checking into this. Let me check into that. Mm-hmm. So now it comes to the fact where I told my sons, and they called me the other day. Hey, Dad, what, what, what age I got to get checked at? I said, right. 40. Okay, he said, okay, this way I will go and get checked mm-hmm. from my doctor because I said, son, it runs in the family. Your grandfather had it. I had it. Okay. And had to down heard, to so now he... he now he looks at it and say, okay, I have to get checked. And that's what we have to do. We have to tell our loved ones what's going on with us.
0: Well, let me tell you, let me tell you my story real quick. You know, I, my wife told me to get checked plenty of times. Like you mm-hmm. were saying, Rich, I'm going, I'm going. I got mm-hmm. to make this money, baby, I'm going to go. I'll go next week. I'll go to following. Now it's a whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's my birthday. And I told the wife, I said, baby, I don't feel good. She had all planned for uh, red lobster, everything. I'm ready too. She said, "You want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, baby, I want to go." We 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 try to please him. We say, "Yeah." I just broke down and said, "Baby, I can't go. I don't feel good. Something's not right." Right. That's when we went to the tri-care place, and they said, "You need, to, you know, we took some blood tests. You need to get checked out. Get the colonoscopy. What you got to do?" So I, I planned the colonoscopy. I got it. Hmm. Then they said, said, "said I went to Dr. Blake, Germantown Avenue." Okay. He said, "You know, you got cancer all over your body." I said, "What?" Right then and there, I thought of the four C's. I called the four C's, I thought of death, to be honest. That's why I right. called the four C's. Like, mm-hmm. right when you hear that word, that word cancer, it's like, wow, why me? I'm gonna lose my family. So well, I went to the University of Penn, right. you know, struck to, talked to Dr. Mamou, which is a real good doctor. They gave me a good team down there. And she says, and I looked at her, right in her eye, like I'm looking at you, Rich, I said, I'm going to ask you a question, am I going to die? Just like that. Mm-hmm. She said, no, we're going to save you. You're going to be all right. She mm-hmm. said, by the way, your doctor diagnosed you no, wrong. You don't have it all over your body. So it's good to get a second opinion. May mm-hmm. right. God be the glory. You right. know? And then I got checked out. Then they, again. Then they gave me some more news. Oh by the way, you got prostate cancer too. I'm like, oh Lord, I'm getting a double bubble here. Yeah, you right. know, she said we're gonna do both. She said it's a delicate operation because you're gonna get both at one time. Right, prostate and colorectal at the same time. Right. I, they said you're gonna be here for a little bit. So the operation was ten hours mm-hmm. in the hospital for ten days. Maybe actually it was more than ten days. It was like twelve. And and still today I have a colostomy bag and a stoner. You know, so, you know, and and it takes a lot out to, you know, your emotions and your feelings, you change from day to day, you know, and so I'm learning learning to cope with it, even at work. I'm learning to cope with it. But I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing, Rich. Question to you. Has the legislative body ever thought about reaching out to the Afro American men well, and I stuff think like the, that? The,
2: the, the legislative body does talk about a lot of things and everything like that, but it's not a topic too much in our black communities coming from our political leaders. Right. Uh, because they, they uh, apparently they're on another mission where, you know, we have uh, state government, city government, federal government. And it doesn't make an impact in our community and be advertised as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. But one of the things in our community, why we're not touching on this is too much this is because of the simple fact. I don't see too many clinics in our communities Okay. that can be able to, you know, be in an area where I notice how men don't like to go down to a big hospital, University of Penn or or, or St. Joe's mm-hmm. Hospital or any big hospital. Mm-hmm. We need to find a way to put clinics that's eligible to, de- to reach the people in these little pockets in our community okay. to bring them out in- into our communities. We cannot introduce these things to people if we don't have a vineyard to be to to be able to introduce. Mm-hmm. Legislators need to fight for it and I'm quite sure there's groups out there that's already fighting mm-hmm. but I don't think that we as a force came to our legislators and sat down with them And said, listen, you know, this is a bad disease in our black communities. Mm -hmm. How can we get it out there with some of the uh, initiatives that with a grant could do? Mm -hmm. What what can we bring to our community? Mm -hmm. How how can we meet with these universities to find out? Can we have a day of checking out prostate cancer and any other kind of cancer? They have many days. They have many parties. They have other (laughs) kind of connections. Mm -hmm. They have uh, little health things. We have not just focused on one thing. Mm -hmm. We don't need a resource of many tables. If we're going to look into prostate cancer, let's make that the target Target. and only the target Mm -hmm. to get it out. But in the meanwhile, Mm -hmm. let me say this here. In our communities, the black African-American men and children don't realize what kind of stores are in our community and what kind of food we're eating.
1: Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yep.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. Oscar, so let's, let's uh, the food. Let's talk about it. Okay, I, I, I like hot dogs, but I don't eat them no more. But go ahead.
1: Well, your diet has a lot to do with it. But if you really look at it, everything is contaminated. You know, from the food, from the water. Yeah. Uh, you have, uh, matter of fact, we just had a two day uh, seminar over at Penn and it was a prostate cancer survivor group, and I met brothers from Africa. Mm -hmm. I met brothers from
2: all over. All over. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and it's just something where we all stepping up to say, this is a disease that we have to look into because there's stuff out there for breast cancer. Yes, the women, they go to the doctors. They They get more than we do. Yeah, and what it is, we're saving the women, but the men are dying, you know? Mm -hmm. And it seemed like, okay, we have to break down that uh, stigmatism where, Like you said, we're Superman. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Nothing goes wrong with us, okay? So the difference is how I found out about it, like I said, I went to the doctor, but after I went through my treatment, I was also blessed because I had family members that worked in that field, Mm -hmm. okay? So when the doctor told me what I had, he gave me the different treatment options, they broke it down to me. So that way I could make the right choice for me, Mm -hmm. okay? And then that's when I said, well, a lot of people out there are not fortunate like me because my sister was a, is an RN. Mm. As a matter of fact, my cousin, she's the one that did the biopsy on my prostate. Family, so girl. she let me know what was going on. So I said, well, that's when, I, the, and plus the Lord said, you're going to start a foundation. Okay. <laughs> so I started the foundation. I said this way, and what we do at the Oscar C. Robson Jr. Foundation is we educate men and women about prostate cancer. We also have a young lady named Terry Smith. And what she does is she educates the women mm-hmm. on prostate cancer because women like to know how do they go about helping their husband mm-hmm. and, you know, talking to them. Because once you are diagnosed with prostate cancer, yeah, it's emotional. And then a lot of stuff is also men don't know what's going on with them. And then it slacks them off or of, like in the sexual department and everything because yeah. they don't really know what's going on. And they're too, they're too uh, shy to come out and say anything. So what happens is this, we educate them because matter of fact, when we go to different meetings and different seminars, they really tackle her. The women come to her and say, Oh, hey, I need to talk to you. And then she, she's, she sits down, and she talks to them about the process and how to also keep records. So when you go to the doctor, there's, Different questions you need to ask them mm-hmm. because when the doctors say something, you know, we as men, it's going to shoot over our heads because mm. they will say, "Oh, we're fine, we're fine." Well, if you were fine, you wouldn't be here. So mm. what we do is this: we just go ahead and with, uh what our foundation is after we sit down and talk to them. If you don't have a urologist, we'll find one for you, all right? Also, we do is free screenings, okay? Mm -hmm. So there's no question, like, you know, with my insurance or anything, we also do free screenings where men could go there and get tested, all right? Then after you are diagnosed with prostate cancer, then we walk you through all the other treatment options that they give you. So this way... You'll have an understanding of what's getting ready to go on with you because a lot of times people think that radiation is uh, radiation is is chemo, and I was like, no, no. it's something totally. Yeah, but see what it is. They don't know, Mm -hmm. and like the Bible said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So. what we do is we break it down so this way you do understand. A lot of times with the uh, treatment option, with the pellets and the prostate prostatectomy, and then also the radiation and also the semi seeds and and all the other options, they give you they really don't know. So yeah. this is what we do. And I was very fortunate because my urologist and plus my surgeon because I wanted them to just cut out yeah. the cancer part. And he just came out to me, said, like, no, I'm gonna remove the whole prostate because what's gonna happen is every five years it's gonna come back on you. Okay. So this way you could go ahead and live your life. And praise the Lord is like I go to the doc doctor's tired of seeing me because he said, every time, you know, your numbers are zero. So it's That's like, true. hey. So and then he wants me to just go ahead and live my life. So everybody said ask me, say, Well, how long have you been, you know, prostate right. cancer-free? I'm up here going like, I don't know. I'm I'm living my life, time. you know. So, and that's what it is. He told me to live my life, and that's what I'm doing. And every time I go back, it's good news. So Rich, it's
0: like, hey. emotions and feeling somebody in your family. When you heard about your boy, when you heard about, when. You, what is your emotional feeling when you hear somebody, my aunt got it or my cousin got it? emotional you
2: well emotional it affects you and it 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 takes a lot out of you when you lose a family member or hear a family member that's going through the process of prostate cancer because to be honest with you uh i'm one of the brothers to shoot right from the hip i don't really know how to approach you when you have cancer Mm -hmm. because of the simple fact it's very hard for me to say well you know we have cliches in our communities I'm praying for you and mm-hmm. uh, uh, God got you and uh, uh, everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not too much on those cliches, cliches. Mm-hmm. You know, I do believe in if you pray, then God would take care of you. That's your personal mm-hmm. venue. Whenever you pray, whether mm-hmm. you Muslim, Christian, whatever it so be. But to see someone who's going through the process, it really gets emotional because you see them go from one weight to another weight. You see them, they start to get thinner, and you see that the energy level of them in conversation becomes very, very rare. You don't see them as much. A lot of people I've seen that go through the process go into hiding. They stay in the house. People who are active, people who are because it's a, it's a hard thing. It's hard for me to go to your wife and say something about what you're going through mm-hmm. because I don't know the right words to say when somebody's suffering I like, that. like that. Mm-hmm. I okay. really don't. And I'd rather not say anything. I may say, hey, uh, Mr. Paul Moore, Miss Moore, how you doing? How's Paul doing? I hope all is well. Mm-hmm. If you need me, you know, just give me a call if there's anything that I can do. I try not to keep planting the seed mm-hmm. with Reminding them of what they're going through. right? You know what I mean? And so I'm saying lean more towards yourself and believing in your prayers. Faith is one of the good words. Right. But I want to go back just a little bit on the legislative side of what you were saying. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I would like to do is meet with the legislators and have them to meet with uh, maybe the Eagles, the Sixers, uh, the Flyers, the Phillies, and find out if there's a way because, see, the house is packed when the 76ers play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, go yeah, ahead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the brothers got 76ers, shirt so on. We be going down to the game. When the Eagles play, Lord knows we're going
1: to the okay. game. Mm-hmm.
2: So we need to find a way to say that is a vineyard right there mm-hmm. to be able to speak about process. They got a big screen that comes down and flash across the field right. or down at the Sixers game a message. Have you had your prostate Prostate cancer check? check? We need to find a way to ask them to help advertise this to get it out there. You know what I mean? They need to do a special event with legislators coming together asking them, hey, can we post up here when was the last time you had your prostate cancer Mm -hmm. check? Okay. We got to find the avenue that where our people are at Mm -hmm. In order to deliver a message about it We can't do it in community meetings Because of the simple fact that community meetings Is basically not about that Mm -hmm. It's about what we're facing today with the crime in our neighborhoods We're losing more men On prostate cancer Quiet is kept as we're losing young black men In the street killing one another Mm -hmm. Those are the two highest ranked homicides Because cancer to me is a homicide Mm-hmm. It kills mm-hmm. you slowly but shortly And on the street, the young boys are doing what they're doing.
1: And not to interrupt the cakes, <clears throat> but I'm glad you brought that point up because American Cancer Society got in contact with me, and they said it's going to be over 100,000 new cases of prostate cancer. Yeah. So it's starting to be an epidemic, you know, not only in the black community, also in the white communities I, as well.
2: But I think it's already an academic. Yeah. It's the way we look at it, and we don't take it to seriousness, right? We are a group of people, and I love my people to death. But it's very, very hard for us to gather to listen to things like when you talk about prostate cancer, when you talk about anything like that, it's not a big focus in our community where they pay too much mind to it. Mm -hmm. They know about it, they hear it, and they lost loved ones, you know, but it's a way that we need to finally get the message out but Mm -hmm. on the back burner of that Mm-hmm. I truly believe is we got to look at a way that we eat, what we eat, and what's in our communities that we've been eating. Okay. Now, there was a time when I went to the Italian kitchen and I had a cheesesteak. It was almost $7.50 <laughs> for a good cheesesteak.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You can go to the poppy store now and get a cheesesteak for $4. <laughs> yeah. Is that real meat you're eating? Nope. <clears throat> is okay. that real steak that we're eating? Mm-mm. If you look at the Cambodians' neighborhoods and the Koreans' neighborhoods in our community, what type of food are we feeding ourselves? By you being young, the body can handle a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But once you reach a certain age, the body starts to transition into a different phase. Mm -hmm. We need to transition into what's in our communities. What are our kids are eating? Food is being processed now. Mm -hmm. You know, I looked at something on on Facebook where a guy was burning a piece of cheese and it never burned and it never melted. Mm-hmm. This is sold in our markets. We are not paying attention to what we're eating that can create things. How this food is treated. Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the word salmonella on the news right away. Ahead of that, salmonella. Take it off the market. Mm-hmm. But it's in our communities. We must take a good look at what we eat, how we eat, and where we're buying our food from. There's not too many health stores in here. We okay. got poppies, Korean stores, poppies and Korean stores. If anybody see another one, let me know <laughs> because they're, they're not. And they they are making food eligible really yeah. feasible yeah. for our children to eat and for us to eat as well.
1: And not only that, when I <coughs> go out and I talk to Ben, a lot of brothers are starting to step up and they're mm-hmm. starting to want to get checked, okay, because they find out that somebody in their family had the disease, okay? Mm-hmm. So they say, like, what do I do? So I have to take my hats off to the brothers that are now starting to step up and say, let me go get checked, okay? okay? So not only about prostate cancer, you could go there, you could be cool. You don't have prostate, but you could have diabetes. You could yeah. have sugar. I mean, you could have uh, high blood pressure, you know, high cholesterol. You could have anything.
0: I just know that colorectal cancer and prostate go together. You right. know why? They just, they're, they're, they're close. They're close, yeah. they yeah. brothers and We're sisters. Okay. Like, yeah, right, well, yeah. you ain't going to leave me here. Right. right, right. What did you expect to get out of this game, Richie and Oscar – the 18th District, Police District, and the local fire department. What do you expect? How much money do you expect to raise? And and how much goes through this agency? And how much goes towards... Uh, 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 PSA type information. Put it out there. How's it work?
1: Well, what we do is, uh, we we bring the awareness, and then also at the games we will be signing up guys for the free screenings. And most of the money goes to education, and then also the free screenings mm-hmm. and uh, setting up doctor's appointment for guys and everything like that. The mm-hmm. program that we have, we sit down and educate the men. We we talk to them about. What a prostate is and what it does, mm-hmm. what function it has, and so they have a clear understanding of what their what their what their body has. Okay, so that way, what we do, we break down the wall, so you have a clear understanding. So that way, when you talk to the doctor, mm-hmm. you could talk to him on the level that he thinks that you're not wanting. And then also, let me put this out there: it's also a business too. Okay, oh, so mm-hmm. it comes to the fact sometimes they may even give you some testing that you may not even need you know mm-hmm. so it's this way when you ask the doctor you start questions. say okay doc why well, I need this why well, I need that you know then they'll say well okay he's starting to talk to somebody so he has to answer those questions well okay. <clears throat> we're gonna take
0: a pause for the cause right sure but that that well hold on to that well because we're coming right back uh, we we'll was in there hmm. we'll be right back in a few in the primetime power so we talking about prostate let's do this Hey, welcome back to the Primetime Power Show. What you need to know, we're talking to Oscar C. Robertson and my main man, Richie Case, at 18th District, 18th Police District, and local uh fire department 22 and Philly Ballers. Okay, who who found the ballers?
2: Well, <laughs> I, I'm an ex-baller myself. Okay. You know what I mean? Growing up in the neighborhood, you know, Yeah,
1: yeah that's when the stage coaches uh, were out. You
2: know what I mean? Uh-huh. How, however, but the stagecoaches worked before the trains <laughs> right. did. Just like
1: Dr. Drew or
0: something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, remind they, me uh, that you yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. They used
2: to think back in the day when I had an afro that I was related to Julie Zervin. Uh-huh. you know but I was uh, uh in my community I played basketball because that was a way for me to stay out of trouble mm-hmm. basketball was a venue for me to go to when I didn't want to hang out with the boys or something like that and you know you can fantasize and become any player that you want right but I felt as though that that is a strong uh, uh unit for us to get a message out to African-American men mm-hmm. through athletes okay. to being an athlete playing ball because they love ball. Mm-hmm. So we figured out we would put this together with a tournament and get the young young men out here and we would connect with the 18th District because I'm kind of working with Richard Ross, the commissioner of Oh, my man. Okay. Right. And changing the concept of community policing. Mm-hmm. Let the officers and let them come play and mix with the crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Let them see these cops out of uniforms playing basketball and do the same things that we do. Mm-hmm. It builds a bond in our community. Fire department as well, you know, so we asked them to come Come and join us because we want to show another side. Most of the people who are there, we're bearing with works and patrol the communities where we ask the community to come out, but they can see a different side of the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 the ballers are people who play ball.
0: Yes.
2: They guys who go, uh, get around still think they got games. Some of them uh it's not moving as right fast. Right right. Yeah, like yeah, well he never played yeah. basketball. Well, he I think he did ballet or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but
1: uh <laughs> yeah. he wasn't no yeah. ball player. Yeah, it was ballet when he seen <gasps> yeah. me in there yeah. slamming yeah. on him. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: will I, well, well, I see this on the? Uh, <laughs> well, I see this on the fifteenth? Uh, so, and I like what you're doing. So, I, for some reason, I feel so when you say Philly ballers, I think of you. I don't know. I think you know. I think well, that, you, you, you're uh, doing the right thing. <laughs> but uh, so, what's the charge for this?
1: Uh, it's $5 or that ain't uh, bad. Do, yeah. Or a so, uh, reasonable think, donation, donations. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we, what we're going to do, we're going to have raffle, we're going to have food, we're going to have music there. Mm-hmm. Shoot, and we had an event last year, and the kids, mm-hmm. they came out and played. We had like a three-on-three competition, then we also had a, a three-point shot, foul shot competition, and we really had fun. And what happened was, I said, all right, let's take it to the next level because the kids are saying that we want our pop pops to get checked, you know, because we want like them to that. come see us play. Mm-hmm. And if they can't come, you know, go get checked so you could come see me play. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to lose you. So what they did, they came out and they played basketball. You know, to bring their attention to prostate cancer. Like, come see me play. So w- what I did, I uh, sat down with uh, Cakes, and I said, like, let's take it to the next level. And then I, like I said, like, uh, we'll go ahead and bring on the police and the fire department, local 22. They jumped on board because I said, it's I like that. it was a good call. And this is a funny part. As we put the event together, I started making a lot of noise. So when I see the police when I see a police officer, I tell them, Yeah, the fire department said bring your best. So they got like a little rivalry going oh, yeah. on between oh, yeah, each other. Yeah. And they say, Oh yeah, that's what they say. And then when I see the fire department, like, hey, the cops say you got nothing for them. Oh yeah. So he promoted it so, that way, huh? Yeah <laughs> it's yes. like a fight. Yeah. So you know you know
0: another, another Don King. Okay. Yeah. Huh? Hey, but there
1: I, go, there you go, Don I, King.
2: Another thing with that is when your grandchildren say to you pop pop. Mm. Have you ever got checked yet?
1: Yep.
0: Whoa. Mm-hmm. That puts
2: you on a pause. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, the first thing is grandfather said, which say, boy?
0: How
2: mm-hmm. oh, about have that. you ever got checked out yet? Mm-hmm. So, if we can plant a seed mm-hmm. with the kids asking their parents, father, grandfather, and anyone else in the family, have they got checked out? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to come and be honest when you answer back to him. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm cool, son. Don't worry about that grandson. I'm all right." Mm-hmm. No, you need to tell the truth and be honest because we avoid that service of getting checked out, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I just want to say that I'm out of the office of State Representative Joanne McClinton
0: My girl. in
2: the 191st Legislative District. She is the chair of the Black Caucus in Harrisburg. I give her kudos because she is a sister who stepped into the game. Yes, and she is delivering extremely well. She's a very good person. She's very, and I'm not saying it because I work for her. Mm-hmm. I work for her because of the simple fact I like what she does. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask her to meet with me, Paul Earthquake Moore, Brother May, here with the radio mm-hmm. station, get her on this station, and see if we can put her back against the wall to make we get them other legislation by her being the chair of the caucus of the Democratic caucus. Maybe we can get them all together and come up with a dream or a focus, mm-hmm. and knowing how we can get this information out in the communities. Mm-hmm that are being denied information. Now, on behalf of anybody done it personally, we just don't hold community meetings based on one topic. you know. And I know there's a lot of things going on in our communities and a lot of other things we focus on. But we need to focus on how do we deliver a message to knock on these doors that these people don't know about. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we slowly but surely are deteriorating slowly but surely with this disease. Yes. Right? And that's what it is. And, you know, we, and people will say to you, man, wow, my God, I didn't know you had
0: that. Right. Oh, you'd be uh, surprised. Yeah. They said, when they, yeah. they had me dead. Yeah. I kid you not, bitch. Yeah. They uh-huh. said,
1: Portland Quick more, oh, my God. God bless his family. Yeah. God bless his soul. Right. And one thing about it, it's curable if you catch it early in You gotta you catch know? it. And why die over a disease if you just go to the doctor, you know?
0: Well because we blind to the it's fact so like Richard you we we blind to, to the, the fact, fact that yeah. again us as men mm-hmm. don't want to go which I was explaining to him that Bernard Odin we did a uh, story at the church, and the first thing he asked me, "Say, quick, when you found out you had prostate cancer and colorectal mm-hmm. cancer, and and uh, how did you feel?" I said, "I felt like I was gonna die." Right. I told him, that, "You know." Uh, well, I know
2: you lost sleep. Oh, oh man, yeah. Sleep. I know you worry. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. You walk and you pace the mm-hmm. floor. The emotions mm-hmm. is there, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I know you're a godly man. You know, mm-hmm. I think your church is at 70th and wooden. Mm-hmm. Smart man. Okay. You know what I mean? And okay. I know that you're a praying man mm-hmm. and Thank you're a pastor. Me. But when that word cancer hits you,
0: I know it
2: takes the mind. In and the body and the, the, the family, family to a
0: whole different, different direction. It does, you it
2: know, does. and so and it's sad because some of us give up, mm-hmm. some of us don't know how to go about trying to fight it, mm-hmm. some of us just sit down and go into a shell mm-hmm. because we hear the word cancer, yeah, sure, right. and it can be treated. But the only thing we don't treat is ourselves to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So we got to find a way to let them know it's comfortable. Because I got, I had got a home kit done. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid to go to the doctor.
0: Not that thing you mail off.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: It's a beginning. Okay. It's a beginning. If you can get that and do it right and send it back there. Now, eventually, if they find something, you got to come in. Mm-hmm. But if you have the fear of letting the doctor check you out, then get the home kit
1: mm-hmm. and
2: do it yourself. But get it looked into, you know what I mean? And get it checked out because you'll never know the outcome of what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But by you not going at all, it is steady growing
1: yeah, right. and mm-hmm. going. And,
2: and when it hits you at the wrong time there's nothing you can do about yeah, it because
1: either way you're going to go to the doctor well, you know and so. that's true
0: because my <laughs> wife told me she said actually my job was telling they said quake because i weighed 250 pounds right. they said quake you coming down nice you losing weight that's yeah. i'm i'm in denial i ain't losing no weight you know that's because yeah. i'm working every day i said no man you're coming down quick serious yeah. i said so i got on a scale i weighed 240. Then about two weeks later, I'm down like 235, mm-hmm. you know, 230. I said, Something ain't right. That's when I, that, right then and there, right. I hit the doctor, but I want to throw, throw this out there that Dr. Hunt, who was uh, one of my surgeons, uh, he lives off uh, 47th and uh, Woodland. He, he was out mm-hmm. there with his dog one day. I said, Dr. Hunt, he wears these cowboy boots, right? Nice mm-hmm. young man. So I'm going to tell him about the game. Like I got to see him next week. I want to give him his flyer because he lived down that way. So, make right. some my right. doctor's over. When would these guys get a chance to speak? Now, I know you have the venue there. And I know they get a chance to speak right. When is the speaking part Coming when people Get a chance is, You was me about In between games or something Well
1: like that. what we're going to do We uh, start at one o'clock And we'll play from one to four And then what we'll do I think we're running what Two, two, two games Yeah
2: well basically We're going to try To get the event started To get everybody's Undivided attention give them okay. time enough To get there Right And maybe we have uh, the younger kids playing to get it started. Then we're going to interrupt that because we need people to speak and deliver. Okay. The basketball is something that Mm. can go on constantly. Mm. You know, everybody knows basketball. We Mm. ain't got to speak about that. But what we want to do is make sure that we get everybody inside Mm. first and then start the process and then go into speaking engagements. Try to Mm. keep it at a minimum where we we only have that much time. Uh, But the main process of everything that we're doing – the game is
0: fun but the message is strong. So strong. can I get 5 minutes? Sure. Okay. I yeah. think I think my message going to be a real uh, down home message mm-hmm. straight to the point, you know. I, you know, me, Rich, I just do what we got to do. Some people tell me they say, Quick, I know you're going through, but you're still doing your community thing because mm-hmm. I can't let this get to me. I can't let this no, you can't beat stop me. You know, you, you got because right. if I'm sit home and yeah. go like this, mm-hmm. it's just gonna get worse. So I'm gonna yeah. get started yeah. and, and start going down, drizzling down. Even my producer told me, he said, Quick, you doing good, you know. Uh, do what you got to do. Even my job tells me, they you doing all right because when I went back to the city, they like saying, You sure you can do this. They said, First, they told me, We ain't got nothing for you, mm-hmm. did it. But see what happened was Jim Kenny walked in downtown. Right. And I said, what's up, Mr. Mayor? And they said, you know him like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up? And mm-hmm. what it is, is you'd be surprised, you know, who you know, just because we don't splat it out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, right, like, right. like, I know Richie, when, he's, when you, Richie Cates. I said, that's my man. When you, say, when you right. hear the name Richie, mm-hmm. it's a household name. I know y'all grew up together, so. Mm-hmm. But when you hear, the, you hear the name, Richie Cates, right? Now I, I see your name, Oscar C. Robinson, I said, I heard that name too. But I just like the tournament itself, what's going on you putting this together? And it's down about a college year because hopefully yeah, some of these you know, college students will tell their parents. When, see, and that's right, one yeah. of the
2: keys that mm-hmm. we got to draw in people who's willing to go. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad thing to say, but it's a true thing to say that we sometimes have to step outside of our culture to get pulse. things done. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just the way mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. But when you see the name Oscar C. Robinson, his father was one of the first, first black man. jewelers on Jewelers Row. Oh, graduated from Bach right. High School years ago. His father was a rich man. Right. Well, his father was that's a good man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, but Good comeback. Back, huh? Yeah, yeah, All right. But the thing about it is, we do got to connect outside. As we look around our community, we see that the community is starting to change. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not uh, 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 have any disrespect about change. Mm-hmm. I think there's time for things to change. We in the 2019, mm-hmm. we may need new leaders. We may need new, 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 new uh, uh, legislators. It's just time for change. Okay. You know, I mean, if I was a legislator and had 30 or 40 more years, i would be very grateful for. The time that I had to spend, but I've been grooming somebody behind me because I want to get me a little boat and a fishing ride and I'm okay. out. I can get
0: it. You know what I mean?
2: Just like you, being a community activist, all you like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You used to be in the ring.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I mean? You was boxing. You was a good boxer. Mm-hmm. You did your thing. You named yourself Earthquake Paul Moore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> so did you ever think that where we at right now today the day that we will be out here? Mm-hmm. Uh, being an activist and standing up for our community. At one time I was a part of the community being destroyed. Yeah, right, yeah. right. As a young yeah. man growing up, I mm-hmm. was a hood rat. Yeah, yeah, dog, I'm from here. <laughs> I never thought that I would be in the seat that I am by his mm-hmm. grace and his mercy and I'm blessed mm-hmm. for it with the help that I am mm-hmm. right now. then I think I'm okay because I feel okay, but doesn't necessarily mean I am okay. Okay. You know, but being an activist like you do, Paul, you gave back to a lot mm-hmm. of communities, you do a lot of work. And shows like Primetime uh, Power shows mm-hmm like this is very good for us because we get an opportunity to speak to our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, technology is moving up now with Facebook, Twitter. We got number 45 <laughs> in there. Okay. I think he talks more on, on, on the phone than he does in his own life. Yeah. You know, he always tweeting, tweeting this and tweeting that. So it goes to shows what direction <laughs> we hit it in. Okay. So things like this, primetime power shows, or shows that we need in our community. Thank and we you. need to get some legislators on here. Mm-hmm. We need to get them on this air here to put mm-hmm. their back against the wall and say, listen, we need to find out what it is that we can help out with getting the bill passed mm-hmm. or how we do things or how things are being done in our community mm-hmm. to make this thing be exposed to the point where we can get help. Because mm-hmm. some people don't have insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. Medicare right now is playing tennis with our lives. Mm-hmm. We work all our lives and become senior citizens and get Medicare. Now they talk about it's a Medicare F out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? We don't know A, B, C, and
0: D. They -hmm. won't do nothing and cover. Well, we're going to wrap this up, right? Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, So why don't you just tell our our listening public out there where we at, what we're going to do, and let's just make this happen.
1: Okay, yeah. The basketball event will be next Saturday, uh, June the 15th at the uh, University of Science College in the gym. The time will be from 1 to 4 o'clock. Okay, and uh, donations, donations, or, you know. It's five and five, up. Five dollars, five, $5, yes. Okay. And come out and have a good time.
0: All right. Listen, we're going to wrap up. Before we wrap up, fellas, you know you're in the time Power Show. You do understand this. So what's your favorite show?
2: The Primetime Power Show, baby. That's Primetime.
1: me. Prime time Power. It. And let me tell you.
2: How power comes from the good Lord, Lord above. Lord. That's why this show is called yeah. Primetime, Primetime Power.
0: Earthquake. You heard it live from the Primetime oh. Power Show. you, Brother show. May. Uh-uh. Peace. Peace. Yes.